Hey, it's Heidi Dawson, and this is Wednesday Wisdom, where I interview wildly successful people from across the world, where we get an inside view into what their daily life looks like. Success leaves clues, and on Wednesdays, we're finding them. Join me now for the latest wildly successful interview. Hi guys, welcome to the 69th episode of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast, and Welcome to Wednesday Wisdom. My guest today is one of the most sought after weight loss experts in the world. She's the author of the awesome book, You Can Drop It, and the creator of To Be Mindset, where she coaches and has programs for weight loss, which who doesn't love that? Um, She's helped more than 240,000 people with their weight loss goals through not only nutrition education, but mindset as well, which is one of the things that drew me to her. Now, she's also a registered dietitian nutritionist and acclaimed public speaker and influencer. But what's so cool about her, too, is that she had her own weight loss journey, which where she lost 100 pounds, which is insane. You know, she can speak from personal experience. And I think that is what makes her so relatable. So she's in super high demand. And I'm super honored that she's here. So welcome. Is it Elena? Thank you for having me. Yeah. One of my favorite things is your entertaining and so real <laughs> videos on Instagram. I love them. How do you come up with those? Like, do you have a set amount that you do each day? Uh, you know, I'm so thankful. I'm just like, I feel so blessed and thankful that reels and TikTok, like I have 1.1 million followers on TikTok. I'm so, yeah, I'm so thankful that stories and reels and TikTok and all that has come to fruition because I felt like I was suffering on Instagram for eight years or so. Just, I'm not the like perfect photo, perfect filter, 10 hours for this one moment type of person. Mm-hmm. It's just not how I roll. I'm very like on the fly, super casual and undone and messy, but I think that's what and- love about you. Right. And so, but, and, and that's what I love about myself at trying to put my personality in like the square, you know, perfect picture framework has like, it just never worked. It was like a, a round peg in a square pod or whatever it is. So um video is so much easier so i'm also i'm a, I'm a public speaker i've been right. teaching classes at ucla for so many years i i've been public speaking forever um i do a lot of video work always i'm always in front of the camera for video so i'm like it's kind of like the perfect storm like it just worked out in my favor um and i'm loving every moment of it well, you know, I, I was talking to some people that do production for video and we were talking about, cause I love video as well. And you know, you're, you're so beautiful also, but yeah. they said that when people are really good at video, it's oftentimes because they're putting their personality first. Like they love to be, they love people and they love connecting. So that's so fun about you and your reels feel that way. Like it feels like you're talking directly to me, <laughs> which is which is awesome. So, um, okay. So you're a public speaker. Did you do it? Was that something that you did in school? Like that, that you learned in school or did you do Toastmasters? How did you do that? So, um, very fortunate that, you know, I, I honestly, my first, 
my first time ever public speaking in my life was in high school. And I remember there was like one teacher who was coordinating this big school-wide event. And I went to a school, it wasn't too big, but it was maybe six to 700 kids. And um, he asked me to speak in front of the entire school randomly. The reason why is because it was like a Jewish school and there was a holiday coming up where it's called Tubishvat, where you celebrate trees. It's called okay. the holiday of trees, Chag HaIlanot. And my name is Ilana, which means tree. And obviously I have like a lot of personality and whatever. And he's like, it'd be so great if you wore a green sweatshirt in front of the whole school and shared something about this holiday because your name means the holiday. And I remember sweating my face off, like sweating, <laughs> shaking, freaking out. Thank goodness he told me he wanted me to do it just the day before. So I didn't have too much time to think about it because that would probably have steered me out of it. But um, he probably doesn't even remember me, let alone the story. But that was like my first time doing public speaking. That's and awesome. just, yeah, just like with weight loss, just like with anything in life, like, you know, I love the line. If you could do it once, you could do it again. And I think with that sense, it just kept propelling me into more public speaking. And then in university, I took a public speaking class. And I think I just, you know, aced it in, in that understanding. And um, ever since, I just, I, I, it's something I love to do. I love to Q&A. I love to understand yes. people. Shows. So I, there's, there's a couple questions I love to ask everybody. And so I want to get these from you as well. Now you have two beautiful little kiddos, right? I see them in pictures on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so I know that your life is hectic, but do, do you have a, a, like a set morning routine that you can tell us about? You know, I love when you, I love hearing this on podcasts and hearing people who don't have kids talk about their like nine hour routine of very meditative. <laughs> and everything has its time and they're super present and they don't look at their phone and I just laugh because that becomes less and less and less of a reality as time goes on but I feel super fortunate to have you know kids jump in my bed at the start of my day so it's just very different um I will say it's it when it comes to weight loss, because my mind always thinks like weight loss and helping people lose weight and get their nutrition on board, it definitely makes things difficult because I can reflect on times where I felt so centered and so fit and so organized with, I see private clients on this day and I do this on that day and all that. And it's really, I mean, I know anything is possible. I just have to take so many hours around how I would make a routine possible at this stage of my life and then my kids had to go into this forced quarantine once we started school I mean it's like nothing is consistent in life so I'm really thankful my weight loss program and my whole weight loss and nutrition philosophy has always had a lot of chaos and lack of structure in place because that was my childhood and my upbringing so that's where I had to lose weight through divorced parents and moving around a lot and all of that. So thankfully it's still, I'm still able to maintain my weight loss and lose more if I want. Even in quarantine, I broke my foot and I, you know, you can lose weight or keep it off without exercise. So thankfully my program, my philosophy always allows for you to progress even in chaotic and stressful times. But of course I, you know, everything 
everything takes just a little bit more effort. It's possible, but it's one of those things. My clients this year are seeing so much success and I love telling them if you could do it now, you know, you'll have a great time. Oh, right. Another time. So it's going to be so of easier. I, yeah. I love how you, that you're doing this and you're saying it's chaotic and even like you don't have a set morning routine because sometimes like I, we don't have children, right? So I do have like, enjoy <laughs> your morning. <laughs> so I get up and I meditate and I journal, but I also um, just recently interviewed another uh, mom who was the same way. She was like, Oh my God, no. She said, I sleep. I slept 11 hours last night. I woke up at 11 AM and I was like, Oh, <laughs> okay. That's awesome. But she gets everything done. She goes, I just am very, very productive and efficient on the, in the times when I, you know, am, am doing that. So that's good though, because it's inspiring to people out there because not everybody's lives are easy. You know, it's not, there is a oh, lot. God. <laughs> Life hasn't been easy in so long, but you know, it's, I love the line. Um, Life doesn't get easier. We just get stronger. I think oh, that's I like that. I'm making notes of that right now because I like that a lot. Yeah, life doesn't get easier. We just get stronger. And then I always try to remind myself, you know, one day my kids will be <clears throat> out of the house and in college <laughs> or whatever it is, and I'll be so bored. And that's when I'll wake up in the morning and do yoga and then go to tennis and all these things. But um, <laughs> right now it's definitely like, I don't know when I'm going to work out, if I can work out um, and all those things. So I just, my basic principles are always um water first so my trademark is water first but just right. water first like that gives me some sense of structure i also believe in the daily scale it's one of my principles my weight loss program which i don't recommend everyone just go on the scale every day if you're not doing my program and understand how to use it but that's another like grounding rich like doing something every day brushing your teeth going on the scale drinking water first like uh, having three or four things you do every day definitely helps even if you can't do 25, which you probably do without noticing, but it's, you probably have more things that you can keep stagnant. Um, but yeah, I, prior to quarantine and everything, and I'll always within my program, I always recommend a consistent breakfast. It's nice when there's so much going on to just have the same thing every day. I haven't been able to pull up a consistent breakfast in like nine months just because I just, the days just changed, the Zoom signups, the, are we having school today, are we not? Like oh. my husband's job, I mean, some days I'm eating their leftover cereal, some days I'm doing this, but you know, <laughs> That's make great. it work. Okay, good, but you still, you still manage to keep it all together. Like you still manage to maintain your weight loss, even totally. having kids. So uh, this is kind of an off the cuff question. So do you still keep food in the house that, that, is such a good question that tempts me or that's junk. Uh, yeah yeah I mean people would laugh if they saw my pantry and my it's like first of all we just went away to my mother-in-law's for a few days for the holiday of Rosh Hashanah it literally was a bake shop we had cronuts we had a honey cake on every like three feet of counter oh my word macaroons ice cream like special new desserts at every single meal like just outrageous so not eat that what how do you not eat that so, I mean, thankfully my program, like I'm a volume meter. I need to be very full. I don't like to ever feel deprived or hungry. Okay. So, uh, I brought a, a lot of veggies cause I always say water first veggies most. I knew that there would be some veggies there, but 
definitely not veggies most. So I brought salads. I brought roasted broccoli. I brought roasted portobello mushrooms. I eat protein at every meal. I drink a lot of water. I always make sure I'm very, very full going into especially the dessert course. And then um, I always make myself like a coffee or a tea to help keep my hands busy. Uh, and definitely tried to have fruit. Like there were some delicious watermelon and blueberries and strawberries and all that stuff there. And then I would just have like a couple of bites of the dessert rather than going into it hungry and eating 25 of the desserts. Right, which is what happens. Okay, that's great. So well, you- That's like how my program is designed. My book and my program is designed to like, you're not gonna, of course it's always gonna look delicious, but telling yourself you're just gonna have one when you're hungry is like, you know, quit that, just know yourself, don't test yourself and just set yourself up for success. I, I love that. And it, we're going to, I mean, at the, at the um, end of the podcast, I always make sure that we get in touch with you because I know like for me, I, I looked at your program and I was like, this is really doable. You know, yeah. it just feels so, and it feels like you could do it and it wouldn't, you wouldn't hate it. <laughs> right. And even like for you, like, you know, even if you don't have a lot of weight to lose or, or that it's still just good to just establish these tips, these suggestions is to have a healthy relationship with food to ensure that you don't just gain a lot of weight later on in life right. and all these things. Which is when it which is when it happens, you know? So all right. So now just real quick, do you do you have a set amount of hours that you have to sleep or do it with kids? Is that is that another thing that's just like chaotic? I uh, I mean I think in an ideal world, I really think internally my body would love seven and a half to eight and a half a day a day like i think my body with eight eight and a half would be so excited but um i settle for anything more than like 6 45 especially if it means i'm able to like get a workout in or do something else if it's not that then i try to do at least seven seven and a half okay well that's good i mean i i think that's pretty good because i hear some people that you know, they're like, well, I, I want, I can't sleep and I get six hours for me. I have to get seven and a half to eight too. Otherwise I'm not, I'm not feeling great. My skin is better. My, everything is better. My eating is better. But, um, yeah, I try not to like, I used to be a sleep counter. Like I had to know how many hours I slept and I feel like that made me overthink things for no reason. So now I I sleep counter. I, every morning I'm like, I figured out how much I slept. Yeah, I still do it a little okay. bit, but I try to, I try to tell myself over and over again, if I'm not doing something for work, that's like very productive then really nothing important happens after 10. Um, yeah. like, but you know, that that's reasonable. I mean, I'm in a very distracted world and I love TikTok, so it doesn't usually work out. Yeah. TikTok is, I am, I have to tell you that I had to delete it because I can get nothing done. Yeah. I mean, seriously, four hours. I could sit there. I mean, it is so entertaining. I just couldn't, I'm too distracted by it. So I'm yeah. like, I can't have another distraction. Well, oh, good. Good for you. That's like having a cake around and, and continuing to eat it, like rather than just <laughs> That's talking. Good. Thank you. I, I feel accomplished on that. Yeah, it's smart to do that. Right. Okay. So now, is there one thing that you would say that helped you? you you're so relatable because you've lost people can say, wow, because you would look at you and go, okay, now you don't understand. But if you look at your, your, your journey, you had, you lost a hundred pounds. So is there one thing that you could say that helped you stick with it? That is an identical yeah. characteristic that people. Yeah. I'm just like, 
you know, a lot of people don't want to hear this. They don't like to hear it. It comes across as potentially abrasive, but you should know I've been every weight and size. I've been every size from a two to a 20. Like I get it. I can say what I want. This is how I personally feel and what keeps me motivated and what is typically what my clients share the same sentiment as me, which is I just know how deeply better I feel lighter. Like it's just not even a question that everything in my life feels easier, leaner. Like it's just, it's not, and I know there's, you know, a lot of debate and you could be healthy and you could be overweight and all these things. And there's some truth to it, but at the same time, like people just keep forgetting or pretending to forget the fact that obesity and being overweight is just a major risk factor for heart disease, for diabetes. Like our bodies don't actually function as well when they're carrying 40 excess pounds of fat um, or 50 or 60 or 70 or 80 or 90 or 100. And the differences in every 10 pounds I lost was extraordinary. Like every 10 pounds I lost, I had exponentially more energy. Um, it was so much easier to get dressed in the morning, which made everything else easier. It allowed me to be on time. It allowed me to be less messy and not have to ransack my entire closet every time I had to go out. Um, it made me want to go places. It made me want to take pictures. It made me not want to delete every picture I saw of me. It made me more confident. It made me more excited to do things like public speak. It, like every, it made me not have chub rub. It made me like everything, 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 everything and more in my life just got better and better and better every pound I lost or, or healthy habit I took on. So it's kind of just such a clear distinction right. that I'm highly motivated to keep with it. And I think for people who have just 10 pounds to lose or 15 pounds to lose or who've been carrying the weight for much longer, um, I don't know, or who are surrounded, I don't know what it is, but it, I really think it, it takes that first step of knowing that it's important for you to get going, which is why in my book, I say like, before you even start, like in the introduction, I'm like, just admit to yourself that you care, that you want to lose weight, that you know you can. Um, and there's no like phantom thyroid genetics, anything that's holding you back to losing at least a couple pounds, like decide that and decide that you care to lose this weight. Cause then you actually can, then you can read the rest of my book and take all the tips. But I think it's always in those moments where people go, I don't care that they just finish the bag of chips rather than remind themselves, Ooh, I do care. Let me like roll them up and take a walk. So, um, I think that's very valid. That's good advice because we do tend to want to kind of stick our heads in the sand and say, well, well, you know, I'm accepted the way I am. And of course you are, but it's, but you have to feel good. You know, you have to show up for yourself. And that's what you're saying is so important is to realize right out of the gate, I want this and I care. And don't deny it and don't sugarcoat it. And don't say, I want to lose weight, but I'm comfortable where I am. Cause it's those buts that, um, and lack of conviction that, keeps the plateau, keeps the weight gaining and things like that. And I think I'm just like a very, um, you know, I'm like a real, great, like great talker, great talking New Yorker. Yeah. Um, so for me, like once I learned facts, you know, I, I stopped 
messing with my own head. Um, there's a great book. Like I just, I kept reading and also studying more nutrition and realizing like high fructose corn syrup, sugar, fat, all these things, they're not designed for self-control. They're designed for over-compulsive eating. So that, was, so that was helpful because I would just learn that, okay, I'm not a quote unquote food addict, binge eater, psychopath for liking and eating these foods. These foods are the crazy ones that are making me overeat them. And so that was empowering. Uh, and I think now, unfortunately, it's like really hard to be clear with this message and educate the next generation because I was just talking to my sister-in-law yesterday and like, it's obvious to you and me, candy's not healthy, right? right? right. We've fallen into this like crazy, weird media sense where our obesity rates keep climbing, our heart disease keeps climbing, our diabetes and, and kidney failure and all these like issues that are weight related keep climbing and yet you really can't say publicly that candy's unhealthy now, which doesn't make any sense. But like when I say on TikTok that candy's unhealthy, like I actually get attacked, um, which is so odd and unfortunate. But now people are so sensitive to like, but it is healthy to have it once in a while. But there is an underlying thing where these foods don't necessarily make it once in a while. Right. You don't. It's like eating one chip. I mean, I'm not ever going to sit down and eat one chip. No one's going to have one chip. Well, my no. little sister, over the weekend, we, we went to Nashville, and she had a bag of salt and vinegar chips, and she's this big, like she's a toothpick, right? And so she's like, oh, you know, she had them, and I just was like, I'm not even going to have one, because if I have one, I'm going to eat four bags. A hundred percent, and you have to know yourself and not test yourself. Right. And I think people keep trying to, like, feed themselves this myth that everything's okay in moderation and all these things. Right. But if your history shows that you can't have these things in moderation. Yeah. For some people, everything is okay in moderation, but if it's, it's not, very rare in America, it's rare in other countries. It works, but we live in such a society where more is more. An instant gratification. Get five free. Yeah. It's just it's not in our culture to do moderation. Right? We don't do anything in moderation. <laughs> we don't do anything in moderation. Nothing, everything is over the top, excess, opulence, yes. non-restrictive. I mean, you see with how we're dealing with COVID compared to all these other countries. Like, <laughs> you can't trace us. You can't track us. Oh, we don't no. like rules. We don't like confines and moderation. So it's just like this frustrating thing because I want to be able to help more people. Um, but I think it's like, I'm kind of up against a whole new animal now. Um, I love that, that you're doing that though, because just hearing you say that, like, I think people that are listening, just hearing you say that it, it feels good to hear somebody tell the truth and be real. And yeah. you, but I'm also sharing like a real day-to-day -day struggle I'm having. Cause like, I'm so passionate right. about helping people understand that like knowledge is power. And sometimes when you know these things, it helps you make such better decisions and it makes right. temptations so much easier to come across and, right. and deal with. Um, but it's hard because as I become a bigger and bigger influential yeah. figure, um, you have more and more sensitivities and people who are watching who are triggered in different ways for different things. So, you know, it's definitely 
I'm very blessed and thankful that I can have one-on-one -on -one private confidential conversations with people so I can continue to work with people the way they need to hear. I've been able to write a book that has been really um, resonating so well with so many people. And then I just, you know, on the platforms where I have a bigger audience, it's, you definitely have to soften the message more and more so that the people who really want it um, will continue to find you in other ways. And that's, that's a good point. You know, you ha you do, it's not like you're conforming, you're, you're, you're softening the message so that the people that really need it and, and can get to you privately or can get to your book mm -hmm. can find you because if you just, you know, you just were like, well, I am what I am and this is the truth and this is what I'm going to say. You're, you, you would be kicked off very quickly. Oh, absolutely. And you have to meet you people where they are. You have to really meet people where you, yes. where they are. And it's like all right. the messaging right now is on healthy at every size. Everything's in moderation. You can do right. whatever you want which, and like, you know, get through Corona and stress with banana bread and, and sourdough starters and all these things. I have to meet people from starting there rather from, uh, you know, a more educated place of, of, you know, trying to have lost weight in the past and understand, you know, cause when I work with someone who's maybe like 30, 40, 50, 60, very likely they've done at least a weight watchers or a this in the past or yeah. that and, they, and understanding. But, um, on TikTok, which is a platform that I've like really been focused on now, okay. you know, it's a lot of teens and on their first on their first window into nutrition advice. And so you kind of have to put yourself in their shoes of what are kind of like some basic understandings that would be helpful. So today I shared a tip on, I have a real life cacao plant here. Like this is actually what cacao looks like. This is what okay. chocolate really is. And so I kind of showed them like, if you bite into this, that it's actually bitter. It doesn't right. have that sugar and, and you know, a healthy tip for reducing cravings of chocolate would just be finding a higher percentage of cacao. Right. That are higher in antioxidants and fiber and things like that. But and then we'll you also don't want to eat the whole like bar. If you have one piece of 90% cacao, you don't want the whole bar. You want that right. piece. And it's sad. Totally. Yeah. Okay. That's, I, I like that. And that's interesting to me because TikTok is a younger younger crowd i think but not always i mean i think there's there's it's a growing it is it's growing and hopefully it gets like whatever worked out so that it oh, yeah 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 hopefully we get that worked out so okay you mentioned water first and i know you have your core four process which is water first veggies most use the scale and track your progress um in tracking your progress okay do you track your water i mean is there a certain you amount should. of yeah. Okay. So I try to just stick to like a certain number of bottles a day. So some okay. people like to do rubber bands, like they'll put five rubber bands on their water and they'll shift it from top to bottom when they finish a water bottle. So they keep track of how much water they drink a day. There's some apps that help you. Um, but definitely it's a good idea to, to track sort of idea of how much water you're drinking every day yeah, because it's easy I'll I'm I love water that's all I drink really during the day is water or unsweet iced tea and so it's easy though when you're busy to think oh I've drank I've, I've had plenty of water and then when you really think about it you're like no I've had like 30 ounces today mm -hmm. you know so so tracking it makes me aware of that and I, I do different things you know I'll, I'll set five or six bottles of water on the island and but I'm I'm kind of I'm an interior designer by trade so it, it bugs me to look at them so I'm kind of like okay I, I want the water out but I don't want to see it all day so anyway I'm trying to come up with a really good plan of how to count my water 
Second question. Spark Interior design is, by the way, like the most fascinating thing to me. I, it's, it's it, my most respected career uh, just because I don't have the brain for it. And it's one of those things that I've actually had to pay so much money yeah. for consulting with. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it just makes you realize why people have to hire me to help with their nutrition. Like some people are like, oh, I should know this. It's like, no, you shouldn't. Like that's why I exist. And I, I, do, I literally cannot pick out a couch and place it in a room <laughs> in my life. Like I just cannot do it. I could have all the Pinterest pictures. I could have everything in mind and just literally not be able to do it. It's like the craziest thing to me. Yeah, well, it's, that comes kind of innately natural to me. And I, so, so for me, that's my one, my, one of my passions. My podcast is also one of my passions, but for interior design, I think it's just, I don't know. It's about loving where you are. You know, it makes me happy. It's a really, it takes a really unique and sophisticated brain because I always find that it's like an artist, right? Cause there's a design but the fact that it's like the real measurements and space oh, right. element, um, the key. There's like a sense of like physics to it too. It's uh, yeah, you have to get the spacing, and that that was um, practicality and cost and budget, like ability too. You know, it's like I don't have children, so I have clients that have children, so I like a lot of white sofas. You know, right. like yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're like Heidi. We have a three-year-old that walks. Yeah, it's off. really yeah. hard interior design for people with kids. Without them, I yeah. accidentally um, made that mistake. Oh, she yeah. also threw me into this like impractical whirlwind. Right. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely takes skill. Definitely, definitely, definitely takes skill. Well, I, I'm I'm glad you recognize that. Thank you. It's yeah. it's a fun 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 fun. I love it. Um, but but we're glad to have people like you too because I don't like that's why I'm so fascinated with talking to you is because it's not my forte like I'm always like okay what should I eat today but but the consistency thing I really like um so sparkling water that was my question does that count as water yeah but it just um it's hard to drink as much okay right but it's okay like it, if you want to drink 125 calorie I mean uh, uh ounces sparkling water could be 30 of it and it's no problem yeah 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 I drink okay, good. All right, cool. <laughs> I had someone ask me that and I was like, I don't know. I'm going to be interviewing Alana. I'm going to ask her that. <laughs> All right. So your book, you can drop it is, I mean, it's wildly successful. If you look at the Amazon reviews, like they're insane. Everyone loves your book and it focuses. The thing that I love about it is it focuses not only on nutrition, but mindset and just talking to you. I can see that it's why it's so successful is the mindset is everything. I mean, um, you're new now. You've coached 240. I mean, uh, through your book and through Even more now. My my whole weight loss program is actually on Beachbody on Demand now, which is accessible to over two million people. I so saw it Beach really hard to quantify how many people are okay. actually doing my program at this point, which is super exciting. I know that's. Ex I mean, it's super exciting. But you is there a mindset that you have found that um, it's been a consistent like key character characteristic to people who are able to keep off their weight? Uh, yeah, I just think it's, it's exactly what I mentioned. It's like not having any doubts about the fact that 
you are better, you feel better, you perform better, you can love more, you can give more, everything, yeah. and, and that you care. So, you know, my clients who have that sentiment, they keep it off for life. The clients I have who start because their kids are making them do it, yeah. or their spouse yeah. is making them do it, they don't really care um, much harder. But like anyone who I work with who like was thinner before and like has those clothes still and like knows how they felt there and all that stuff, they usually do a great job. They know exactly what they're going for. I didn't have a thinner self to go for, but I think just being surrounded by friends who were leaner and I mean, a lot of it is cultural, you know, what you surround yourself, what you look at, which is why now it's, it's very, it's very different than it ever was just because we are changing our Barbies and we're changing our dolls and we're changing our actresses and we're changing everything. And, you know, I'm all, I'm like, so all for body positivity and inclusivity because I was really obese when it wasn't as prevalent, um, which made me such an odd man out and made it so difficult for so many reasons. But it also kind of pushed me to want to get healthier. Um, And I think we're in like a really odd place now because it's just, it, it becomes part of the culture and part of the acceptance. And as majority as two out of three Americans are overweight or obese, it's really the majority that are. And then it's like, you see things like I finally achieve an ideal body weight. And then I was starting to get people saying like, you don't eat, you're too thin and all that stuff. And it's just like, oh my God, I worked so hard to be classified as a normal BMI. And now I'm getting, now I'm the odd one out again, like um, for having a healthy BMI. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I really hope to continue to get this message across um, because losing weight with my program is a really, really healthy approach to weight loss. And I, I think the issue of why we actually came to this place um, of like almost negativity around weight loss um, is because there have been so many really bad diets out there for so long that have made people feel so bad about themselves for failing and falling off because cleanses and juices and eating no carbs and all of these just like horrible extreme bad diets I think have just like failed people for so many years that everyone just is in a state of like, I can't put myself through this torture anymore. Like I have to accept myself for the way I am. And my heart really goes out for all those people because I'm really thankful that I created my weight loss system uh, before falling into that trap because I saw my parents were in it and I saw it was leading them nowhere and actually causing them to just gain more and more weight year after year. Uh, so I think it's just like really important to explain to people that like you really can lose weight out of a sense of freedom. It could be happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that you don't look at it as like losing weight. You, you don't associate it with such a dreadful, horrible thing. It's actually such a rewarding, exciting thing, especially when you learn that you could eat a lot and you could feel full and you could eat delicious flavors and you don't even have to work out so hard. Like all these things are possible. I, I just have to keep like pushing that message. So people can access my like really easily accessible and affordable programs now so they can kind of get their mindset around it. Yeah. So, so it's more, I, I believe the reason why it sounds to me like it's so successful too, is because there are so many diets 
yours isn't really seem to be like a diet. It's a, right. really it's a lifestyle, which is why people who don't have a lot of weight to lose like it too, because right. it, just, it just helps you shape your relationship with food in a positive way. Right. Which is the key. I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so glad that we're talking about that because I, the relationship with food is the problem. Um, mm -hmm. and, and you're a, being able to say no to things that you want, but you're like, nah, you know, I don't, I don't really need it, you know, or I've had that, I've had my fill for the day or whatever. So that's so good. Um, your focus, let's see, high protein is something that I know has always been a very popular thing. Now for me, it kind of messes my stomach up. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> you focus mo mostly on veggies though. Now muscle building muscle and all that. Yeah. I mean, you can, you should have protein at every meal. So I kind of talk about how much protein to have and where to have it. And all those things, so you're constantly maintaining and building muscle to your liking. Okay. All right. Good. Because I love vegetables too. And so, you do you eat vegetables at breakfast? I try to. It doesn't always work well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I was just curious. That was just kind of a random question. So, I always um, say uh, veggies at breakfast are extra credit. Okay. Good. Good. But, so I do what you were talking about. I do eat the same thing a lot. Um, I, I found that that works for me. So if you had to eat the same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what would you eat? Oh, that's a great question. And it's one meal, just like every single meal. Right. So you just, this is what you're going to have to eat to be healthy and to feel good. <laughs> I'm putting you really on the spot. I love salmon. Like I could eat salmon every single meal, every single day. Like, especially if it was like pesto one day, teriyaki another day, sushi another day, air fried another way. I do love salmon. And oh, then- Salmon's just, good. That would be good. And just a lot of roasted vegetables, peppers, cabbage, turnips, zucchini. Okay. Oh. I see you have a lot of zucchini in your pictures. It looks like you- Mushrooms. I love them all. I, I love mushrooms too. All right. So that's good. I mean, I think, cause I could even eat salmon. Like I love smoked salmon. I love smoked salmon too. Yeah. I can and some, yeah. And I love dressings and condiments and all that jazz. Does your book have um, dressings and condiment like ideas? Yeah, for okay. sure. Can't wait. All right. Awesome. All right. So now your internet presence is huge. I mean, you just said you had um, over a million followers on TikTok, which is crazy, but I can see the draw. Um, your energy is so good. And usually like, I'm like smiling or laughing along with you because they're hilarious. Now, how do you come up with those ideas? Is this just something you like meditate or you're like, Oh, I'm going to do this. Uh, usually it's, you know, like I'm in a private client session and there was a good idea. And so I, you just come up with it that way. Okay. But I'm, I'm working on a program now to help, uh, people in the health field improve their communication and public speaking, private counseling, and social media. So I plan on sharing more of those tips and like the integrative strategies and planning techniques and execution awesome. uh, more and more. Well, that'll be super helpful. Um, okay, so now I, I do videos, but not like I do, I love videos as well. Um, but so I know how much time it takes. Do you spend a lot of time? It just seems like they're so spontaneous, which I love. Yeah, they're pretty spontaneous. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. All right. So now you have obviously found your passion. It probably was according to your journey of weight loss. Uh, so many people dream of living their passion. Um, do you have any advice on how to turn your passion into a thriving business? Because you've done that so well. That's really what I plan on teaching in this next course I'm developing. Look for that. 
is really, really help people step by step, like knowing exactly where to start. I think there's a lot of confusion that takes place between where you are now, struggling with your job or your career, your day to day, and then where you like ultimately want to go. And it's kind of the same with weight loss. Like you might know where you are now, but you don't know where, like you don't know how to get to where you want to be. So that's how I did in my weight loss program. I really hope to be able to help people kind of take those steps in the positive direction in terms of forming and creating their ideal dream career lifestyle. Absolutely. I would think that the um, principles would be sort of the same, just like what you're saying, because if you know, you just know different, different platforms, different, yeah. sites, different right. tactics and all those. Well, I cannot wait to, to see that come out. So, and I'm sure I will, cause I, I follow you on Instagram and I, you know, just, I love all of the, the stuff that you talk about. So how could people get in touch with you? I mean, what, like, I'll put in the show notes, your handle and um, yeah, definitely. I'm Ilana Molstein RD on Instagram and nutrition babe on TikTok, and uh, Ilana Molstein on LinkedIn and Ilana Molstein.com. And then my book is called you can drop it. And my video based program, which is like a little bit more comprehensive for sure. It feels more like an online course is a to be mindset. So the number two, the letter B, mindset.com. Yes. I have looked at that. It looks, it looks phenomenal. And your book, I encourage everyone to run over to Amazon. Would that be the best place? Because yeah. that, okay. Amazon, um, and you can also get the audio book too, which is me reading it. Wonderful. Well, this has been so much fun and so, so, so full. My kids are crying outside. You're going to start hearing them. <laughs> Good. We're perfect. perfect timing. Timing. <laughs> All right. Alana, thank you so much. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Bye. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.